0: Welcome to Chosen Generation Ministries with Pastor Paul Morgan. We are a non-denominational, multicultural ministry based in the heart of Richmond, Virginia. CGM helps to develop nurturing, healthy relationships with ourselves, others, and God. We are a conversational church that engages our congregation in an active dialogue that enhances their personal walk with Jesus Christ in all aspects of life. Let's join Pastor Paul. Thank you for this opportunity we thank you that you are true there's nothing else you can be but who you are that's true that's everlasting father Prince of Peace the God of deliverance the God of healing the God of peace the God of rest the God of victory so we thank you we thank you we thank you we thank you we We serve a God that cannot tell a lie if he say you heal that's who you are If he says you're victorious, that's who you are. If he says you're alive, that's who you are. If you're not those things, that's because you believe the lie, but it didn't stop him from being who he say he is. He had the victory in mind before he even brought us to this place. So all he knows is victory, and all he's expecting from us is to walk in the victory he's already planned. All he knows is I am the God. Nobody can take my place. They've tried and he just laughed at them. No matter what trouble you find yourself in, he's the God of victory. He's waiting on us to believe him but it doesn't stop him from being who he is. God, you said we would live and not die in the cloud of works of the Lord. That's all you want us to do is talk about how good you are. When they having a rough day, you want us to tell them about our day, our God that has already planned what our day is going to look like. So Father, we thank you. We call these things manifested right now in Jesus' name. Amen. You can have a seat. Why you having a seat? Sit in glory. Sit in your desired, designated place, glory. That's where you're supposed to be sitting. That's where you're supposed to be standing. That's how you're supposed to be talking. So, Father, we just thank you in advance for everything. We thank you. We just thank you. We just thank you. We just thank you. We just thank you. We thank you that we trust you. We thank you that you've already showed us the end from the beginning. And we win. And the reason we win is because we already won. Because we have you as our Father. So I want to talk today about what I've been talking about, and that's the warrior within. The warrior within, what is that like? You have a God that's victorious, that don't know how to lose. He's placed things on the inside of us that represents him. So I, I want to t- turn over a few things today to make you get an understanding. I'm hoping that you can hear. It's okay for women to be warriors. Yes, man. Yeah, it it's okay for women to be warriors. Because <laughs> sometimes, the person that you're depending on will fall. And I don't want you to have to start to practice what you're supposed to already be in. That's winning. That's being victorious. So the warrior within. And this, the, the references that I keep using is what a warrior can expect. Because see, I, 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 I don't want us to get to a place where we expect one thing and we're getting something else. Mm-hmm. Our vision, and I changed the tense of stuff, because I want to include everybody as being one of these warriors. So our vision will move from battle to battle. Now, I can be ministering right now. At the end of this this teaching, there will be another battle. But if I expect it, because I've already won, because he is the God who wins, and if I'm his son and you are his daughter, what are you supposed to do? Number two, adversity is inevitable. Adversity is going to happen, but I changed terms. But victory is our choice, not a choice. It's our choice. When sickness knocks on your door, how are you going to answer it? Because it's going to be your choice. When you get underpaid and you're supposed to be overpaid, uh-oh. how are you going to answer that? What's your choice? You're going to cuss them out? Or are you going to have a choice? Have you already made the choice when you mistreated? When you disrespected? When people take things from you and they think they're going to keep them? You can breathe. It's okay. Okay, you can breathe. That's it. Our enemy observes all. I changed that middle word to all our progress. Our enemy is observing all that, trying to put the pieces together about how they're going to take us out. But how are you going to take out a God who already made you a winner? You can look at stuff like that and laugh. You can smile about stuff. But don't smile undercover, smile big. If they're gonna hit big, then you smile big. Cause they're gonna have to turn around and stop and say, what made him or her smile? I'm glad you asked that question. You barked up the wrong tree. You messed with the wrong servant. And my prayer for you is that you don't drop dead where you stand. Now, I can only pray but some kind of way because I can't stop the judgment that you just put on yourself. Now, if you can't take this, you're free to leave, you're free to walk out today's service, or you're free to turn to another station. But I'm telling you, it's time to stop this. It's time to stop this. Because you are a warrior who already won. See, I'm not talking about they got teams out there playing playoffs to determine who goes to the Super Bowl. You were born in the Super Bowl. Why are I supposed to play a game that I already won? This got to be real, guys. Because I got a surprise for you if you don't mind me sharing. This stuff will continue. But we're supposed to be victorious in the midst of it. He said, when we see stuff going on, look up because our redemption draws near. Now, other people, when they look, they're going to look down because they're saying, I'm in trouble. And I'm going to say it. Y'all do what you want to do. with. I'm in a hell of a trouble. That's what they supposed to be saying. But our God said, we're supposed to look up and rejoice. And what does rejoice look like? Hallelujah. Glad, grinning, smiling, jumping, running. Huh? Excited? Excited? What is it? Crazy? Crazy? That's what we're supposed to be doing. And don't dumb down because somebody else don't understand what you're doing. Mm -hmm. See, that's where Christians miss it. They dumb down with stuff. Well, I just want to be received by them. I'm received by him. I got a question. A statement. Rejoicing is is praising him in the midst. What, what does that mean? Praising him in the so midst. So if you if you're physically sick, you're still praising him for the healing that you've already received. Glory to God. Amen. 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 So when you looking around, guys. <laughs> now, if they told us when Corona first came out and they started talking about shortage. If you are a warrior, you didn't switch up after the stuff started to be stacked back up. Because you always prepared for war. You don't have to go get your stuff, you got your stuff. So don't wait for them to tell you again that there's a shortage. It shouldn't be a shortage at your house. Because you should have been stacking when God told you to stack. You should have what everybody else is trying to get. So I don't want to hear nobody talk about, well, did you hear about the shortage? What shortage? I'm in abundance. Every time there's a storm, you got to put gas in your car, load it up. You ever try keeping your car loaded up? 'cause it's supposed to be at least past half tight. Go past that. Is all your money in the account or you still got some at home? Go. <laughs> See, that was the last year we talked about this day. We got a God that gives us insight, revelation, discernment, years in advance. Why we got to wait on the news to tell us what God has already shared with us? Tell you guys, this is the time to chill out. Qualities of a warrior with fear. Qualities. That means it's not just one. But, 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 but let me, let me I, mind my own business. Y'all know what I want to mind my own business, though. God gave me this word this morning. <clears throat> Proverbs chapter 25, verse 19. Don't worry about finding it. Don't worry about getting it. Y- y'all just, just have it. <laughs> y- y'all still got Bibles, right? <laughs> On your phone? Yeah. All right. Proverbs chapter 25, verse 19, in the New Living Translation. Putting confidence in an unreliable person in the time of trouble is like chewing with a broken tooth, or walking on a lame leg, it's going to hurt. If you're putting confidence in somebody you can't trust, it's going to hurt. How long does it have to hurt? Stop putting confidence in them. That's Proverbs chapter 25, verse 19. That's free. I mean, why, why are we going to keep on doing this thing? If I can't trust you to get it done, stop trusting you to get it done. And that's for people who are still believing that it's going to be better. Billy Bob or Sally Joe are going to get it right this time. Let them get it right on their time. Qualities of a warrior with him. Now change, like I said, terminology to include we, because I'm not sure whether you knew it or not, but I am a warrior. You are a warrior, you are a warrior. So when I start putting this stuff up, you start putting yourself in it. We don't hesitate between two opinions. If there's war, then we're here to win because we won. We're not here to determine who's going to win, the only reason we showed up is because it needed somebody to show what winning looks like. That should be you. In 1 Kings chapter 18, verse 21 through 25. I'm just going to do this real quick. Just, just, just a quick review. Elijah approached all the people and said, now we got, got massive cults going on. This is what he was facing with. Massive cults. Coats going on. It's like, you know, well, my God said he's going to do this, and my God said he's going to do this, and this God is going to do this, and such, and such, and such. Elijah approached all the people. Now, he's standing up on a hill. He's standing in in, in the massive Coliseum. Let's put him in the Coliseum. And all the fakers are there that that, that don't believe that that God is God. Elijah just stood up and he just said, I tell you what, guys, I tell you what. How long will you hesitate between two opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. So I'm standing right here today reminding you, if the Lord is God, then follow him. Why we got a second opinion? Why are we looking at another God? Why are we looking at another word? If he's God, then follow him. If he's God, then you settle him. You settle that his word says this about my situation, and then if he's God, then I'm not going to hesitate on that anymore. I'm not going to stand, and I'm not going to wonder. I'm going to enforce what I no longer have to hesitate to. Y'all understand what enforce means, right? Billy sit down. Sue, get, get, get to working. you supposed to be doing homework, get, get to it. Honey? <laughs> I had another job see, but okay start out with the trash. <laughs> but if God is God follow him guys he's already told us we're supposed to be in church now we're not talking about the, the snow and all that kind of stuff but guys you need to know what the God you serve has already finished I'm just going to be real. Is it okay to be real? Because I'm a warrior. I don't care whether y'all like me or not. But now you got somebody who called and telling me, this is what I need. Pastor, I need you to get everybody you know together. And everybody you know together, because I need you to pray for somebody so they'll live. If your butt was in church, over time you would know, I don't need everybody, I just need the name. It took me a week before I touched back with this person. Because you don't tell me how many people I got to get in order to get your friend healed. I got the name. And I was in church learning the name. And when I left out of church, I knew the name. And I know this name is above every name. And at the name of Jesus, every knee got a bow. It didn't say at the name of everybody that's around that I know that sickness got a bow. It said at the name of Jesus, it has to bow. So I'm talking to the people who believe that now since Corona is here and you don't have to come to church, that's your business. But you better know his name. You better know your 12 friends ain't going to get you out. This stuff real, guys. What if she called somebody that believed that they had to get all these names? The boy be dead. Because she only knew 12 names. In her mind, you got to have 15, you got to have 40, you got to have 60. But it's the name. That name. I'm telling you guys, stuff is coming, so you'll respond to panic instead of the name. I ain't even talking about what that other dude did, what the other dude said. But let's just say that people got swallowed up. So I guess that name didn't work for them. Because they used the wrong name. Now I change this thing right here. Number two. Talk about the warrior qualities of the warrior within. in. We only use weapons that have never failed us. His name has never failed me. Ain't no call on Sally Joe, Billy Bob, and such and such. I'm going to call on that name. S- Samuel. In 1st 7, chapter 17, verse 39, says David. Now, now David, yeah, David mind his own business. David, <coughs> excuse me, anointed of God. Shepherd taking care of the flock and all this kind of stuff. What, 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 came, up, uh, uh, what came out after the flock one day? Was it a bear? Was it a lion? It was both of them. Both of them. I was just testing you. It was both of them. Now, a warrior says, wait a minute, I was put in charge of this tribe, these animals, these sheep. So, I'm, when I come back to my father's house, I'll be able to come back and say, Dad, the thing you gave me, the responsibility you gave me. Now, now what if he was this broken foot type of guy? The one we're talking about where you can't trust him? He stood there. He, he handled it, his business. He handled the business. Now, the Bible don't go on to say that he thought about the lion. Yes, he did. You, you, a lion is this and you this. Okay? It don't take a rocket science. Read in between the lines. But I am a warrior. I've been given a task. And I know a God who does not fail. I don't know when I swing the first time, whether the lion is going to fall. I don't know whether it's going to take the fifth time. But I know I'm going to walk back with those sheep that God gave me. So I don't have to try to figure out how many blows it's going to take. <laughs> when I'm looking down at the line and he's dead, then I know that I don't kill. I ain't no kill. Well, let me take it. Hold on a second. Let me let me check back. Let me see. Was it the second blow? The third blow? <laughs> was it because I knew a whole lot of names? I did what I was told to do. So then, so, so David just walks up to his brothers because everybody's scared of Goliath. Goliath is a big dude. Everybody's scared of Goliath. So David walks up to, to the people and start asking people, well, well, what will happen if the person beats this guy? See, David, he done already passed the battle. He think about marriage, the new kingdom he's going to drive, the car he's going to have, the, the Bathsheba and everybody else. He, 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 he way past that. And so his brothers and sisters, I mean, brothers get mad at him. Say, hey, man, will not you shut up? We've been standing out here all this time. Now, I don't know whether a couple weeks, but David kind of chucked about the day. He's like, y'all been standing out here for how long? And y'all still standing right here and the battle's over there? I'm going to tell y'all something. That's why some people get mad when you ask a certain question. Because you somewhere else and they still in defeat. So so the, 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 the king heard about this David dude. And so he said, okay, let's, let's let, send that boy to my office. David goes on up there. And the king started pulling all his best stuff. Because y'all know the king had the best stuff. king might didn't use the best stuff, but the king had the best stuff. Because he didn't go out there and mess with Goliath, did he? Okay, I'm just talking. So, so king gave David. He said, hey, this, this is what I want you to do. So David fastened the king's sword to his armor and tried to walk for he had not did what tested Tested them and david said to saul the king i cannot walk with these for i have not tested them so david took them off now, David had the ability to take off the armor, and the king could have considered that an insult and killed him right on the spot. But David thinking, I answered to one God and one God only. So David took them off. David had his, his, his pouch for like where his sling. And he said, I tell you what. The king told me to come back here on the way here. I passed by five smooth stones. So I would already put in my mind where to go back and get them. So a warrior will never choose something that has not been tested. He only uses what he knows. He don't deal with stuff failure because he's not planning on failing. So David get a smooth stone. He get enough for the the, the Goliath brothers. Y'all know what I'm talking about, right? Goliath wasn't the only brother. He's just the only one that was mentioned because he's so big. (laughs) David said, I'm going to get these smooth stones. I got this. Two weeks ago when sickness tried to come my way, I said, who is this? Uncircumcised for listing—that sickness, or lack, or fear—trying to defy the army of the living God. Who am I? The army of the living God. Y'all understand what I'm saying? So to situations, guys, you got to talk all loud to her and remind them that you already know they defeated. I'm here. It died. She here. They here. Because we don't talk for one. Uh-oh, uh-oh. uh-oh. I'm, I forgot. We're supposed to call those people and ask them to help. Now, I'm getting nosy. Y'all ready for being nosy? If we only use weapons that have never failed us, how can you know if that weapon is really yours? Anybody know the answer to that? I'll tell you the answer. Because I didn't want you to have to take time. Because it's the first one you grab. How do I know a weapon that has never failed me is because it's going to be the first one that I grab. And I grabbed that one because it worked the last time, the time before that, the time before that. So people ask me, Pastor, how come you always talk about forgiveness? Because it has never failed me. Now, others have fallen, have died, but I forgave them because that weapon has never failed me. So how do you know which weapon to use? It's because it's never failed you. Now, you going to grab Billy Bob. Billy Bob never fail. You We not already fail about him in Proverbs or her. So if you don't mind, I want to give you my weapons. Remember, uh, I think it was Sunday before last, or last Sunday, I, I released the anointing for you to be able to see past situations when I see people at home crying behind the bed or under the bed, or crying in the car when they go home. Last Sunday, I released that anointing to you because I'm just one person. But if the congregation operates in what I release to them, then they going to see, and they going to call the person and say, hey look, I saw you crying last night. I'm calling because God loves you enough that he showed me you last night. That little boy, that little girl, She or he shouldn't have to be concerned about being hungry no more. Because somebody in here now has the weapon to be able to see what's going on. Don't get all spiritual on them. Y'all understand what I'm saying? Well, 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 let me tell you, child. Because one of my weapons is worship. I'm a worshiper. Because, see, in order to worship God, you got to get out of your way. You got to get out of the way. You got to stop thinking about Sally Joe, and who's sitting beside you and who you invited to church. But when God delivered me from all the stuff he delivered me from, and I'm going to stand there and I'm going to let somebody sing a song talking about the man who delivered me, and I'm not going to be a part of that. Now, I got to go deep with you guys. You got to be born again to be able to worship. You got to have a relationship with God to be able to worship. Because, see, the scripture makes it clear that the time has come and now is when they that worship God must worship him in spirit and in truth. So in order to worship God, you have to know who the Holy Spirit is because the Holy Spirit is the initiator of worship. And in order to worship, you got to understand Holy Spirit on the inside of you. Because he is the initiator of worship. So yes, y'all have blessed me in a lot of ways, but y'all haven't done for me what he has. If I got to go to the bathroom every single time worship goes on so I can wipe my tears because I got to bring forth the service, it's worth it. Because he's going to tell me what to say that you will need to continue your life for victory. That's one of my weapons that has never failed me is worship. Number two is Prayer. What are you going to say when you pray? you going to tell God all about the problem? You can start out there, but just make it quick. <laughs> Prayer tells God about the solution that he has already given. And it brings it up clearly. And the reason I put a time and date stamp on it, because sometimes we choose to go back to defeat. And we need to be reminded of the victory. At such and such time and such and such date, Father, I thank you that you answered my prayer. And I have the petitions that I asked of. I'm going to tell you something else about prayer, too. I don't lay down on the ground and roll around and beg. Why should I beg for what he said just ask for? He's already given Now, I'm I'm going to smack you real hard on this, one, but y'all warriors, right? Y'all said you're warriors. 99.9% of the time when a person is calling you to ask you to agree with them in prayer, they're calling to ask you because they don't have the faith to believe for what they're praying for. Now, agreement means you 99% there and I'm 99% there. Not at times the prayer that's been requested is for people who have done 1% of the homework and want you to do the 99% of the believing. This is real stuff, guys. I'm talking warriors here. So as it says, if two agree, how are we agreeing is you 9% and I'm 99%. Y'all got any questions on there? Okay. Uh, and and, and uh, whoever's back there, just, just find the scripture for it. Someone in social media, they're asking, what about the power of prayer in Numbers? <laughs> Can y'all show me that one? Where two or three agree as touching anything, there I am to see to it that it manifests. How many numbers is that? <laughs> See, we can use some spiritual stuff, guys, to justify our insecurities about our belief in our father. Just like that, that, that lady that said, I need you to get a whole bunch of people. There was another question. What's your response to people who you can sense that they are asking you for something to be in agreement with, but they're really just kind of wishing or hoping, not in faith? How, how do you respond to In 2022, I'm going to tell them what they're doing. Before. Well, you know, I know, I know where they are. I know what the situation they found themselves in, and I'm going to go ahead and work with that and, and so forth. 2022. Okay, sis, bro, you got a minute? Let's talk about this. Let's talk about where you are and where you need to be. What scripture are you standing on? When's the last time you prayed? When's the last time you believed? When's the last time you thank God for what he has already done? I'm just going to start asking questions. Again, I tell you, if two of you on earth agree, can y'all read that middle word, harmonizing? Harmonizing. (laughs) Keep going. Make a symphony together. Now, don't waste your time asking me a question about corporate prayer. Corporate prayer is different. Corporate prayer is the body of Christ, whatever that setting is, CGM. Corporate prayer means that we are standing together. We have placed aside all our disagreements, our little, uh, what you call those, uh, idiosyncrasies. And we are going in line with the vision that the pastor, has, God has given the pastor who has given us so that we come together as family, walking in agreement with what needs to take place. And so we set our uh, uh, agendas aside, our moodiness aside, or such and such, because we are coming together as one. That's corporate prayer and what it's supposed to do. Amen? Amen. My third weapon is his name. If he says that the name, at my name, every knee has to bow, every tongue has to confess, every every name has to bow to his name, then that's the name I'm going to call on. Because that name has never failed me. I've seen dead people be dead. And I called on his name and brought him back to life. The doctors even say, she's been dead for over 40 minutes. She can't come back to life. But his name brought her back to life. They, we went to pick her up to drive her to the house. And when my mom got to the top of the hill, she said, Tim, you were there. She said, Y'all, let me go. I want to walk down my own steps. The next morning, she decided I wanted to go home. But see, we called on his name only to find out from our neighbors later on, before the funeral, your mom said that she wanted to go home, but she didn't know how to tell y'all. But see, his name still answered. So what did I learn from that? Guys, a lot of people, you trying to keep them here, and they want to go home. If I had known what I knew then, I wouldn't have called on his name to bring her home. But sometimes, we have never been in the body that has been in pain and suffering. We go home from the hospital, but they stay there, and they suffer. And see, they know his name. And they know that if I get out of this hospital bed, I'm going to glory so I'm asking you as warriors ask the Holy Spirit Holy Spirit what do my mom or my dad or my brother or my sister what do they want because I will stand in agreement with where they are these people suffer guys I only use weapons that have never failed me. But I learned from the weapons. I learned that his name is not to be used for everything, just like my mom and dad wanting to go home. Number three, number four, his word. My wife and I was in situations where people called unresponsive. If she answered the phone, she let him tell her a little bit, but then she stopped him. Now, I have to, talking about her, sweetie, I got to stop you, honey, I got to stop you. But if that situation is going on, I don't have time to listen to what you're saying. I have to use this word. You understand what I mean? People get mad at you. I can't believe they cut me off. But did your child raise up from the dead? You know, that that was just rude. But where are you now? You You better know his word. You better know his word. This is not optional. Option got you where you are. Knowing will get you where you need to be. And when I say your enemy's watching you, they don't like Curly and I didn't talk about us like a dog. But if the situation happens, my, my number five. <laughs> I hear you, brother. <laughs> His thoughts. Y'all know what Fifth Philippians were? Think on those things that are true, honest, just, pure, lovely, virtuous. What else? Of good report. Those things that you have both learned and received and seen in me do. And the God of peace. Want me to get get peaceful? The God of peace will be with you. Victory is all in those thoughts. So I don't care what's going on. These are my five weapons that have never failed. Now, I'm giving you these because I'm a warrior. Honey, anything you want to add to them? She, she said she's good. They're good enough. Amen? Any questions? Because based off the storm and all that, when when, when we're going to do the tithes and the offering, we're going to do the creed, and guess who walking out of here? Yes, sir. So you got a question, you better ask it now. <laughs> it, is it a time where you use the weapon, I guess, interchangeably at a certain point, or is it, you, do you use it I guess whenever? I, I, I use it whenever it's necessary. So remember, the other relationship I have is the one Holy Spirit showed me what I need to know. So he showed me, number one, I'm going to do one. He showed me five, I'm going to do five. But he's going to show me the one that because, see, I trust him. And And people don't like to hear this. I never heard it in the body. The Holy Spirit talks fast. God talks fast. Jesus talks fast. You ain't got to wait. We, we waiting around for 15 minutes to find out which one you need to use. Because the reason they came to you is because they knew you would know what to do. So you stay. You stay in this attitude of, of the warrior. When I say stay in the attitude of warrior, I'm not always in the mood to fight. But because I warned, I'm Ready. Y'all understand what I mean? Yes, ma'am. Do you think we, previously from this message, do you think we ask multiple people, we need 100 people to pray because we operate in a lottery mentality. We Mm want to stack the deck and Mm -hmm. we we actually don't (laughs) believe what we're... Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Somebody asked me uh, yesterday, um, how come as you minister, you talk about the freedom, you talk about God's love, how come people don't want to make a decision? I say because decisions require responsibility. If I don't make the decision, then I can blame everybody else for the one they made. But if I have the mind of Christ hold the thoughts, feelings, and purposes of his heart, I should be able to make a decision. Because whose mind I got? Okay. A uh, question back here? Yes, about corporate prayer. So, like, if, if I ask someone to be in agreement with me, I need to be 100% about it, too. And they need to be 100% about mm-hmm. it. But it, can't, it can't be like a, okay, got you. Agreement means we are in the same place. Marriages don't work sometimes because they were not in agreement. They saw one vision, the other person saw another. If we can't come in agreement, then we don't need to be together in this situation. Okay, I'm, I'm looking at uh, uh Shay here. Okay, I'm looking at Shay Mi- imaginary clock. Okay, <laughs> Shay, I'm looking at your imaginary clock. Uh, yes, ma'am. Um, is there any truth to the fact that there's like this uh, superstition or whatever that people say that the enemy tries to attack the most powerful or whatever, like those that have like a calling on their life; those that are doing things for the Lord. Is there any truth to that? The the, the truth is, <clears throat> excuse me. Satan came after Jesus. Is that a good enough clue? Is that a good enough clue? The 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 the, the, the disciples, you know, they 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 running around and and, and they, they they can't pray for something, but they were strong bold enough to ask. God, help, Jesus, help our unbelief. But remember what I said earlier, the enemy watches your progress. So I don't have to be concerned about her or him because I already got them. they still not making a the decision. They still don't serve God. They still don't know what to do. they still looking to blame. But this person right here, stuff happens when they come around. I've been watching them for a while. I've been following them. I've been listening to their prayers. Y'all know the enemy can listen to prayers, right? But he can't listen to tongues. So what should you be praying more of? Guys, it's 1104. I didn't answer y'all questions. So, 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 so let's pray. <laughs> Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for this new anointing that you placed on the inside of me. And that anointing, I will pass on to this congregation and everybody who's watching. We are, you have called us to be warriors that have already won. So we're going to speak the truth when it's not popular. Because your word says, let your word be instant in season and out of season. So I thank you for those who I'm ministering to today. All over the world. I thank you in advance. That you have a decision that you need to make. You can't blame salvation on your mama, your daddy, your sister, your brother, your husband, your wife, even your children. That's a decision that only you can make. But in a moment, the congregation is going to stand in agreement with what's being agreed on, which is, it's your time for salvation. It's your 2022 it's the best year that you've ever encountered. And it's now is the time to walk and act. So those, just repeat after me. Father, word your word says in Romans 10, 9 and 10, that if I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in my heart that God raised him from the dead, that I shall be saved. Jesus I call on your name now. Come into my life. I make you the Lord of my life. According to God's word. I'm saved. I'm born again. I have eternal life. In Jesus name. Amen. Guys all you do is go to uh, chosenrva.com and and, and go to the section where it talks about now that you saved. And just read the information. So that you can understand who you are. What you need to say. How you need to pray. What name you need to use. How to worship. This is the beginning of a new life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us. Please visit our website, chosenrva.com. And check in with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Chosen RBA. We hope you'll join us again soon.